It's the most wonderful time of the year. And as such, we are looking back on the journey that our company, Data Talks, has been on so far in 2022. We look back on the highlights and crucial steps we took this past year and also look forward to what we hope will happen in 2023. Merry Christmas to you. I hope you enjoy this special episode. Our next guest is someone very near and dear to us here at Data Talks. It is none other than our CEO and founder, Stefan Lavien. Today, we will sit down and chat with Stefan about all the fantastic things that we have done at Data Talks during the year, the great things we have helped our customers achieve, and of course, not forgetting the Women in Sports Initiative. Stefan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for having me. But before we begin, we like to start off our sessions with an icebreaker. Are you ready for that? Absolutely. Fantastic. Anyone that works at Data Talks knows that your favorite quote is, the best is yet to come. And we absolutely love it. But I'm going to be cheeky and ask you, what's your second favorite quote, expression, or motto, and why is it your second favorite? All right, that is actually a really good good question. And it's, I would say that the, the second most favorite one is connected to the best is yet to come. Um, uh, because what what that actually expresses the the quote the best is yet to come is like it's if you're having a really fantastic day week or whatever and you think that the best is still yet to come is like wow it's going to be even better right and if you're having a bad day it's like okay so I don't have to worry about this yes this it's been a shitty day but that's okay because the best is yet to come so it's it's thing so connected to that is like it's all about mindset that's like my motto so you have to work with your mindset so it's more of a it's not a quote it's more of a motto it's more of a way of thinking and i've really worked a lot with my own mindset how i should be thinking about things because not for everyone but a lot of people get into like uh where the mindset is probably not the best one you get into like this negative spiral and you have to actually work with breaking that so it's it's all about mindset so that's like the second most favorite it's, it's all about mindset awesome awesome that's a really great one and i think i mean sports is about mindset most of the time well if not all the time because yeah. when you think about when you go out on the field if you're losing you can't start then kind of giving up and then just kind of dribbling the gate uh the ball just just because you have to pass time so it's 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 a very relevant one and it's so applicable across many different things if not everything in life i'd say Absolutely. I think I think if it's one thing that you should really like go to the gym with, it's your mind. Mm-hmm. It is. It's it's that's you put up these roadblocks for yourself. That's the biggest thing that's stopping you from achieving anything, really. Mm-hmm. It's the roadblocks you have in your in your in your head. It's it's true. I, I work a lot with uh, young people uh, in sports specifically. And it's so interesting to see uh, that they, and you see that every day, like you, you see like young people that are performing so well, like uh, during training because they're in a very like safe environment and then they go into the game and all of a sudden it just falls apart. And it's not because they're, they're, they're bad or they lost the ability between training and game. It's because of, of their mindset. 
So once you start working with that and talking them through what their fear is about going into a game and what their anxiety is about and trying to sort of turn that around to something positive instead, then the change is, is like enormous. So we've talked a lot about that. Like if you have anxiety or, or being nervous before something, it's actually something positive because it means that you're going into something that means quite a lot to you. That's why you're nervous. So if you think about that, then you acknowledge the fact, yes, it does mean quite a lot that I'm doing this presentation, I'm doing this podcast, I'm in this game. That's why I'm nervous. Then you can sort of convert that instead of having it like a negative thing, it turns out to be a positive thing. Once again, it's mindset. But maybe now from mindset to Christmas and New Year's, the holidays, um, what's your favorite thing to do around the holiday season? It's going to be one of those answers that, that a lot of people give, but it's definitely just being with family and friends. I mean, that I think is the most important thing with the, with the holidays uh, is being with family and friends, but also I enjoy the food as well. <laughs> so that's, that, I, I think that's uh, the most important thing. But do you do anything special during the holiday period? Like, do you have a special routine, a special ritual that you do all the time? Uh, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we absolutely. Like, we celebrate like Christmas in the same same way every year. Uh, that's like a, we're very like keeping that uh, that tradition. Uh, I think that's important, uh, or we believe that that's important. Um, also, definitely one of the really important things is doing some skiing, and that's also a, like a very important thing. I can't have a Christmas without going down the slopes. That's just I have to do that. Fantastic, fantastic. Yes, and as the year is ending, it's always nice to look back at 2022. So, uh, Stefan, talk us through 2022 at Data Talks. What have been the top uh, three highlights for you so far as a CEO? Oh, I, you know, it is a really tricky question because there have been so many, but um, if I was to like find the highlights, I would separate them into uh, three things. I would say I would like look at the team at Data Talks. I would look at the at the customers, and I would look at the products. So like having those three areas and finding the highlights there. So if I start start with the um, customers, I think it's like during this year we've added quite a lot of new customers, and I think that's so so amazing to to being able to, to do that and seeing that uh, more and more customers actually want to work with us and that the word is sort of uh, uh, spreading out there that, that Datadocs can actually um, help them, right? So that, that's one awesome thing. But also seeing the trust from, from the existing customers. Like we have one customer uh, that recently now signed a uh, new uh, three-year agreement with us and they've already been working with us for three years so that means in total we now will be working for like six years together like then that's that's just amazing to see that to get that trust uh, so i think that that's really a big highlight get, getting that and when i look at the at the product it's like sometimes i really have to like almost pinch myself to to to, to see that it's true that it's gone from this idea and this vision of what it can be into actually what it is today, I think it's it's so fantastic that we've developed it in, in the way we've had. Um, but the the biggest one of the bigger highlights there is to see the usage in the product that's just going up and up and up and up, which means that 
uh, it's really becoming a strategic tool for for our customers when it comes to well selling more tickets merchandise and sponsorship so that's i think is a really nice thing to see that it's it's stable it delivers what we what we say that it's supposed to deliver and that the usage goes up so i think that's and then there's we've added like quite a lot of new features but i think that's the like the main tick in the box that it actually does what it is that usage goes up and then finally looking at the team there are a lot of new people that have started at data talks right and that's always a, a, a challenge but it's always challenging also because working at data talks is quite a changing environment we're not standing still in any way i mean the product is evolving the the markets we're going into are new uh, new people coming in. so so it's a very changing environment and, and it's and it can be quite tough in that sense right um but seeing that people actually come in and 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 deliver and and thrive i think that's that's a really huge highlight for me to see um, and seeing that um, in the in these surveys, the employee surveys we do, that that we get really good feedback. Not everything is perfect, and it shouldn't be. There's always things that you need to improve. But uh, seeing that that people actually like working at Data Talks, that I think is is extremely important. Yeah. So so those, I would say that that those are like the the highlights within those three three areas. Awesome, Stefan. Uh, so. What are you looking forward to redoing then or improving in 2023 if we look into the future? Um, well, first of all, I think we're, we're on a trajectory, which is quite interesting. So I think just keeping, keeping a lot of things, just doing what, what we're doing. Um, but I think one of the very important things, I'm, I like to think of this, um, I like the safety circle thinking, right? Uh, so I, I, I truly believe that if we want people to perform and to develop in the in, in the best possible way to I mean to everyone to reach their full potential, I really believe that you have to use that safety of circle thinking, and I think there's uh, still a lot we can do to improve that. Uh, but I think it's immensely important because if you think about it, you need somewhere since we are very much customer facing. Everyone is. And we're doing all of these things. Where it's sometimes it's tough meeting a customer. Sometimes it's uh, you have to get up on a stage, and sometimes you have to do a podcast, and you might get uh, stepping out of your comfort zone. But if you want people to do that, there has to be somewhere where they can come back and they can feel safe and they can like be creative. And, and that somewhere has to be data talks, right? And the the team that you're in in data talks. So I think we have to keep working with that. And there's there's definitely things that we need to improve. So that's definitely one thing that I'm I'm looking into um, and, and working even more with that to 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 ensure that 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 part. So that that's like the internal thing. And then when it comes more of the um, external and looking at the the, the customers and, and, and the product, there are there are specific things in the product that we want to improve and there are new features coming in so definitely stay tuned for for that there are really good exciting stuff uh uh coming um uh, like in the segment builder which is a feature that that a lot of customers use and it's the very much of the the core that is going to be improved quite a lot um so that that's one thing um and then, of course, we will be reaching other other markets. I don't want to say say too much, but definitely going into into, into new markets. That is also something um, something I'm I'm looking forward to. I think 
the biggest danger for any company is when you feel like, well, we're pretty good at what we do. There's nothing to improve. That's when you have the biggest trouble. But I, I think all of us like, like have the mindset of, yeah, let's do some, let's do it again, but let's do it a little bit better. I think that's, uh, that's an awesome, awesome way of thinking. I guess maybe as well, it ties in a little bit to the uh, quote of the best is yet to come kind of way, because from a product perspective or from an offering perspective or whatever you're doing, it's like you can, there's still more that can be done, you know? So uh, I think it kind of ties back to, to what we talked about right at the beginning. And um, sports has always been a passion of ours here at Data Talks, right from the inception of the company. Sports was a vertical that we served and that we were passionate about serving. But in the middle of 2021, we decided to exclusively devote ourselves to the sports industry. How has that been for you and the company? You know, that is one of the most, I think that's one of the best decisions we've ever made. Or maybe it's the best decision I ever made in my whole career, maybe. I don't know. But it, it's it's an awesome thing. And for me, it was like, it was really a massive turning point. I don't know about you guys. Please, I mean, you, you were in there as well. So maybe you can share your experience as well. But it was like from one day to the other, it was just focus. It was such a huge focus. All of a sudden, everybody understood where we're going what we should be doing it was like like really if, if we had a if we had a small fire in the in the in before like burning it was like this bonfire just exploded that's that that's the feeling that i i i got so getting that clear focus into the company was was the was the biggest thing i think like really understanding the the purpose of of why data talks exist it was it's it's so clear so i think that that's um that was one of the major things with that uh, decision. It makes things simpler, I think. I mean, one of the things that we want to do with the with the product and with the company, what we want to deliver to our customers is is making it easier for our customers to create revenue. Right? That's one of the things. And then if you simplify the way we do it or our thinking, then that will show in the product, it will show in the messaging, it will show in in the context that our customers have with data talks. So I think that that was a, that was a major, major thing. So the I think the biggest thing was that there was no doubt the focus that just narrowed down. And speaking of customers, they are the reason we are in the business of sports in the first place, because we we saw a need that we could really fulfill and really kind of help the entire sports industry with but what value would you say that data talks has managed to create and bring to our customers and maybe start by mentioning briefly who our target customers are and who we are currently working with mm. i mean our target customers is is sports organizations right i mean we're not uh, we work with a variety of sports as well we work with football rugby ice hockey floorball um handball and so on so there's a variety of 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 sports and those those are the ones that we want to to target so it's very it's very clear to to understand that and i think the value that we've brought to our company uh, to our customers is is revenue i mean it's it that's that's what what we say that we want to deliver and that's what we actually deliver so what 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 is the kind of revenue that we bring well it is 
um, of course, selling more more tickets, selling more merchandise, but actually helping them do that. Filling the stadiums, it's, it's the top priority for most of our customers. And that's what we've actually, and we have all of these uh, uh, customers. I just, now, just before this podcast, um, we were talking about one of our customers, uh, Björklöven, which is a, is a ice hockey club in, in the north of, of Sweden, who, um, who are just, they're just amazed of, of the results that they see from, from using our platforms. I think it's, it's fantastic. But that is what we bring to the customers is the revenue. But let's not forget that there is a very interesting flip side to that. And that is when you work the way that we say you should be working, like making sure that you, you use the segments, that you actually segment, so you're not sending the same message to everyone. Yes, that will bring you revenue, but it will also make sure that your supporters get the better experience because they're not being spammed. They're not getting the message that that is not like uh, relevant to them and, and, and those kind of, which means that the experience also goes up. So the, the, it's like, yes, you're working with the, the, the revenue side, but at the same time, you're also uh, creating a better fan experience. And that is just as important because you want your supporters to, to feel that, yes, my club um, uh, is actually uh, for me, right? They care about me. So I think that is really, uh, really important as well. Uh, if you were just looking at the revenue side, I don't think that it would be uh, uh, as successful. So I would say that that's uh, the main thing that, that I see that we're bringing to our, to our customers, which is not a small thing, I would say. Absolutely. And um, earlier when I asked you about um, why we decided to, to focus exclusively on the sports industry, you kind of flipped it back on us and you're like, what about you guys? And so I, I think for me, the thing that I'm most excited about is uh, obviously I work with the Women in Sports Initiative. And so seeing that our product can actually make a tangible difference is what makes me so excited because we're not just a company that is just going for making as much profit as possible, but we're rather also making sure that we create an impact. And so I think when you join a company like that, it, it just gives your work a bit more of a purpose versus just, yeah, it, we're here for the money because for that I could work anywhere, right? Mm. But, but to actually bring purpose where you're trying to create equality and we know that Money's not everything, but money does help. And once you bring the revenue to the women's sports uh, industry, you're kind of already helping with the equality because you're bringing commercial success. So for me, that was the most exciting thing because it felt more mission driven rather than just money driven. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, that, I mean, you, you summarized it very, very well. I think the the Women in Sports Initiative is extremely important um, for for many reasons, but I also think it's like if you, to be honest, there's so many companies out there that say that they have these uh, different initiatives. It's just something that they say. I think it's really important that if you if you do something like that, you have to mean it. You have to like uh, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure if, the, if this is the right expression, but but put 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 your um, put your money where your mouth is or something like that, right? Um, I actually walk the talk or whatever expression you want to use, but I think that is really uh, important. Uh, and it is, it's, it's not something we're doing because, 
because it's something you should like put on your website and you should have this. We actually believe we can uh, uh, make a change. And we can, uh, if we're now um, sort of getting a voice in the, in the sports industry, like building a brand, then we should definitely use that to do some good. And then you have to think about, okay, so what kind of a good can we actually do? I mean, what, what can we contribute in this area? And it's, right now it's about women in sports, but it's more like of a equality or diversity thing in sports at, at, as a whole. But now we're focusing on women in sports, and I think that's important. But then you have to think, so what can we actually contribute with? Is there something or is it just for show? But giving, I mean, showing that we can drive revenue, because if we can drive revenue to like women in sports, that will definitely give them a platform to, to do whatever they want. So if we can help them with that, that's a really important piece of the puzzle. So then we can actually contribute to that part. So that's why I think it's so, so important to, to do that. Because for me, I, I can't run a company where where it's only only profit. That's not me. I'm not wired that that way. And I think a lot of people are thinking the same way. So then I, I want to show that yes, if you're thinking the same way, then you should work. <laughs> you should work at Data Talks. But uh, I think it's uh, it's a very important initiative. It's definitely definitely. I mean, there's there's so much. There's so much to be done when it comes to not only quality in, in sports, but in quality in general. And I think we all have to do whatever we can to, to sort of uh, make that, that successful, right? Because, I mean, just look at it. I think we're like, uh, I don't know, are we 17, 18 nationalities in, in uh, Data Talks? And I think that's part of our, a huge part of our success, that we have a diverse environment. And to me, then, okay, then that's how the world should look like. We should, that it should be a diverse, inclusive uh, environment. For me, it's like, of course. And if we can do some small, small part in it, we have to. We have to do that. It's, it's just a cornerstone. 100%. And uh, Stefan, if we're going to tie it all together, what is down the roadmap for Data Talks in 2023? Well, as as I said before, I think that there are a lot of um, a lot of things. Let's take it down to like these three: the team, uh, product, and 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 like customers. So, if we start with the the product, there's a lot of new features coming out naturally. Uh, still, the mission is to help our our customers with with the with the cornerstones, like sell more tickets, merchandise, sponsorships. That's like the cornerstone. But there's even more we can do when it comes to that, like uh, improving the way we work with. Uh, the, the segmentation part, the activation part, but also how we get more, more, more data in, in a more easy way. Always simplifying, always making sure that it's an easy to use tool and all of that. So that's definitely in, in focus uh, for next year. When it comes to the, the team, I, I think we talked about that uh, earlier. It's, it's like, I believe that it's the safety circle that we have to, we have to keep on focusing on that. That's immensely um, important. Uh, and then uh, last but not least, I mean, we will be looking at new markets for, for 2023. Um, and that's really exciting. We were already in in really good markets, making sure that we get the, the traction uh, going on even better there, but also looking into new new markets as well. So the 2023 is going to be very, very exciting. Indeed. 
very exciting times ahead. Really excited myself for 2023 and for all the amazing things to come. Um, in next week's episodes, we will be discussing all the brilliant trends that sports organizations should be following in 2023. So it seems fitting then to ask you this while we have you on the podcast. Uh, what trends do you think sports organizations should be focusing on next? Uh, that, that's a really good question. Uh, so I'm, I'm going maybe to be a little bit boring here. I'm not going to bring out any like new hip trend that somebody hasn't spotted yet because uh, uh, there are other people that are better doing that. But I think what you should be looking out for is still there is a, a challenge with getting people back to the stadium. That is definitely something you need to keep on working with that. So I think that's really important, making sure that people go to the live events. That's still something that I think any club needs to keep on focusing on. Uh, definitely that one. I think another one is also the participation part. We see that declining. I think that is something that you also should be concerned about because that is like a, a foundation um, for, for sports that we have the participation because that's how you tie in getting people engaged in, into sports uh, for their whole life. I mean, if we look, people might stop doing sports themselves, but they keep loving the sport, they keep loving their club, and that's really important. So the participation. And the last but absolutely not least is women in sports. They need to focus on that for sure. It's it's not just uh, something that, that you should do um, by the side. It's something you need to focus on. That will be really important, not not just for women in sports, but for, for the sports community. 100%. These insights are crucial. And speaking of insights, uh, Stefan, you are always so generous in sharing your insights uh, with your followers on LinkedIn. Uh, but what other topics uh, do you discuss there that our listeners can go ahead and follow you? All right. So uh, what I try to like uh, uh, post on, on LinkedIn is, of course, uh, with regards to like the sports uh, business, of course, that's one thing. But uh, besides from that, uh, talk a little bit about leadership and entrepreneurship. Um, I want to share more. I have, uh, I've done so many mistakes. I, I think that if I can share, share those, uh, then some, maybe someone doesn't need to do those. They can do their own mistakes. Uh, so I, I want to share more, uh, definitely, uh, about like uh, my, my learnings. And maybe that can help someone, I, hopefully. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of leadership, um, there are lots of dreamers in this world, but not everyone is a CEO and founder and not everyone maybe is successful at it. So could you please give us some words of wisdom before the new year, Stefan? What advice will you give to all the dreamers out there who would like to achieve something as amazing as what you have done here at Data Talks? All right. My number one thing is do not procrastinate. Get it done, because it's to to be honest, you have to do it. It's just do it. Don't go around like pushing it. Just do it. Once again, you're down to the mindset. If you put your mind to it, you'll you'll do it. You can you can add, you can move mountains. You can do whatever you want. You I mean you're putting up your own roadblocks in your mind. So don't do that, and don't don't say I'll do it tomorrow. No, do it today. Do it today. I think that's that's the number one thing. So, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect, believe me, <laughs> not in any way, but you have to work with it. You have to like uh, make up your mind and, 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 and do it. 
Perfect, Stefan. And with that, we have come to the end of our episode. So thank you so very much for coming on and sharing your wisdom, sharing your experience and sharing your journey ahead with us. Thank you very much. It was awesome. Perfect. And for anyone that's listening that would love to connect with Stefan, uh, we'll put a link to his LinkedIn in the description box so you can go ahead and follow him and reach out to him for a chat if you want. Um, he can give you more advice, I guess. <laughs> right, Stefan? Absolutely.